Hey everybody, welcome back this week as we walk through the Word together. And as we walk out this truth, we discover that life is produced in us and also in other people. We are walking with one another, growing together to see the life of Christ continue to manifest and birth in us and then to see it spread outside of the walls of our houses and our church building. I want to give a little bit of recap past couple weeks, and I want to step into our, our final uh, value that we've identified to say this is super important. And what we've all agreed to, if you are a part of Midtown, like, here's what it is. Here's what we're doing. And here's what we've said we're going to grow together in. And uh, the first one that we talked about was that we're going to grow in having the mind of Christ. By the way, if you're new, this is what we signed to, to be a part of this place. It's not a blood pricking of the finger or nothing. We sign a kid's drawing. Uh, just out of the, the truth that Jesus said, if, if you want to enter the kingdom of heaven, you come to him like a child. And I think sometimes we make it so complex. I don't think a child could understand what we're talking about. And uh, Jesus said, these, these kids get it. And so, and I think it's, it's, it's way more simple yet so profound at the same time. And so just sim- simplified, this is what it is. We're going to commit to grow in the mind of Christ together. And uh, then we're going to grow by having the heart of love. We're going to grow in that. And then today we're going to talk about, um, we're going to move in faith. We're going to grow in moving in faith. And I I love what Adam said, like in order to really capture and to understand like the heart of love, part of us, we've really got to see the reality of, of our sin nature, the brokenness in our lives and the reality that Jesus came at our most desperate moment and said, I'm going to do for you what you could never do for yourself, and I'm going to pay the price you could never pay, and I'm going to give you what you never earned uh, as a free gift because I, I love you. I didn't come to judge you or condemn you. I came that the world would be saved through me. I came to reveal and bring light to what love actually looks like. That's what Jesus did. And so as we grasp this heart of love, First John says, I have no capacity to love anybody unless the love of God has first met me, unless you have first seen the reality of your need for his love and his work for you, then you could really understand what love truly is. Love isn't emotion as much as it is decision. And it's that heart that then compels Jesus as he reveals. And I believe it's really captured in the picture of Jesus washing feet He sees the dirt of their feet and yet he steps into their mess to bring cleansing. That's what he did in each one of our lives. And when, like Peter, we allow him to wash our feet, then we will go to see others well and help to wash their feet. But you can never wash anyone else's feet well unless your feet have been washed. Unless you've seen the dirt between your toes and had Jesus clean them out, you'll more than likely be repulsed by others. But have you ever thought, have you ever thought this? If I only saw Jesus, I would move in faith. Have you ever thought that? Like, I mean, listen, like if I saw Jesus wrap that towel around, kneel on his knee and wipe their feet and say what he said, if I've watched Jesus take five loaves and two fish and feed 5,000 people, if I watched Jesus walk down the street and say, open your eyes, if I watched Jesus as the roof got torn open and, and this person lowered down and he's like, walk, 
you know, and him step up. Like then, you know what I'd do? I would be really, really pumped and I'd really do some big things for God. Anybody ever? I think maybe we all have at some point. But I want, I want to start here, and here's partly why I want to start here, and I'm assured that I have to start here, is because last night I'm reading this passage because it's like burning on my heart to read to you guys. And I get this text. I am sitting at my desk, and I get this text from Hugh Brogdon. Where's Hugh? Hugh. Hugh hears from the king. And he texts me this video, and he said, this sounds like Midtown. And I open up this video, and it's a Francis Chan video where he's standing in front of crowd and he's preaching. And he literally opens up. The first words I hear is the passage I'm about to read. I don't know what God has for us. I don't know. But I think it's like important. I don't know. Hugh, thanks for the confirmation, man. And what I'm finding is, like you too, it's like we don't even realize how good he is and even what we're doing sometimes when we move in faith. Like, I, I honestly, we talked about it earlier, Adam. Like, I don't know that I even have captured the fullness of how good God is because he's showing up and doing things when I don't even know it. He's got the perfect timing. When you thought you messed up on the timing, it was perfect timing, right? Like, when you think you have this great idea, hey, this sounds like Midtown. I need to send this to Jay. He did need to send it to Jay, but... Lord, we recognize your sovereignty and your bigness and all that. It's really amazing. Can I read this passage to you? Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I'm going to send him to you. And when he comes, listen to this. He will convict the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. Well, those three elements, I believe, refer to like the past of somebody, like the sinful nature of somebody, the present life of righteousness, and the future of judgment that is to come. He's going to lay it all out and help us have a knowing in our hearts of what's coming, of actual truth. I believe if you're sitting in here today, I know that this Holy Spirit has brought things to your mind that are really important. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. Concerning judgment, because the rulers of the world is judged. The ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes... He will guide you into all of the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. You considered that it's Jesus said, it's better I leave. Guys, it's better that Jesus isn't here. Like if it's better that Jesus isn't here, because then the Holy Spirit could come and be a helper. There must be far more to the helper than we could even fathom, right? 
there must be so much more. And I want to say, like, I think there's so much more available to us because the helper has been sent. There's so much more. And I want to stop for a second because the word that he uses for helper, the Greek word is paraclete. This word is so important for us to understand because I believe that the Greek language actually captures who this Holy Spirit really is. And I believe that his name actually helps to inform us of how we can participate and work with him and how we can know when he's actually the one doing what he's doing. The word paraclete or parakletos is two words put together and it's a soft word and it's a hard word. Kletos is the word truth and it's really like a black and white term that's like this is the way, black and white, here it is, it's truth. But the word para is what you would say is, is maybe somebody who comes alongside as a helper or like a friend or somebody who grabs your hand and walks with you in something. That's a good picture, I think, of, of what this word really means. But here's what it's not. I see a lot of division today, whether it be on social media where people are up in arms because of, you know, soft gospel or, man, we need the truth. You know, anybody else see all these things like, oh, preach the truth, the hard truth and nothing but the truth, you know? And, and I, th I think there's an element of truth to every, all of what they're saying. But the reality of what the truth of who the Holy Spirit is, he is absolutely the truth. He's never going to be void of the truth, but he's never going to be void of a handshake that goes, I'm willing to lend my hand as we walk in the truth together. But he's also not somebody who's going to just say, here's my hand, let me just sit with you and do nothing. He's so kind and he's so good, but he's so good, he's not going to leave you where you are. And so we can be sure that the Holy Spirit is the one speaking when both of these elements are together. It's going to be absolutely true, but he's going to be lending his hand to walk with you in the truth. He's never going to leave you and he's not going to forsake you. It's out of his character. But if you want to take your ideals from this culture today that says define whatever truth and your truth is fine and I'm just going to sit with you in your truth and we're not going to go anywhere and I'm going to love you, I want to tell you that is not the Jesus love. There's a reason why his disciples got killed, y'all. They graciously extended the hand but they spoke the truth. And I, I think it's more and more dangerous to speak the truth, but I'm never, guys, we are never as a church going to speak some truth without extending the hand one to another and say, hey, would you go with me in it? Hey, guys, I'm gonna share with you the truth of Jesus, but like, hey, I'm here with you in it, and we're gonna journey. And sometimes we need to sit down, let's sit together, but let's keep going. Does that make sense?
I pray it does. And, and as you understand your role as you walk with other people, I pray that that word is burned into our minds as we live this life of Jesus out. Let him speak the truth to you. But some of us never receive the comfort from the Holy Spirit. As truth is brought into our minds, we never say, okay, Lord, I know you have a plan to walk with me in that. So here I am. Walk with me. And you can trust him because he's just that good. So the Holy Spirit is going to be absolutely truth, but he's going to be absolutely your friend in the middle of truth. This Holy Spirit has been sent and is in this world today. I pray that in this time you hear his voice. And if you've got a conviction on your heart right now of things that you know are against his character or outside of his call on your life, and you have a knowing, if you want to be freed from that place that's the in-between, you can. Extend your hand, and he's already extended his. Let him walk with you in the truth he's revealed to you and you can be set free today. That is your decision. He will not force himself upon you. You must receive him because he's he's very kind and he's a gentle person. He's speaking to you, wooing you, but as he woos you, you have to say yes. And if you say yes, he will come. You can be free and you were not meant to live outside of a peaceful mindset. Not made for it. He offers you his peace in the middle of his presence and whatever you're walking through. As you say yes, he will show up. He's present because Jesus sent him. It's better that Jesus is not here. That's weird to say. Because Holy Spirit, you are here and we thank you for being here. Then as I kept going, I started thinking about what this means because so many times we sit in here and the faith talk is really, um, it feels personal and you're like, man, I leave with some pressure that I've got to make this huge decision and I've got to make this giant step. Anybody ever said in service, you'd be like, man, if only I could make that step, you know? And we think about it in this like individual mindset. I know a lot of my life, um, I really desired to be this one who took the biggest step, bigger than all of y'all, because then guess what God would do with me? Like he would do huge things with me because I took bigger steps than everybody. And then honestly, like everybody would know Jay Smith. You know what I mean? I'd be walking on water while all y'all fools are in the boat. You know what I mean? Really like, that's, that's a lot of times that's how I felt. Like, and I'm just able to say it now. And maybe, you know, like, in your 20s, you think that you were stupid in your teenagers. When you're 30, you think you were stupid with 20. And I can't imagine what I'm going to think when I'm 40. And some of y'all who are past 40 are like, yeah, just wait, you know. I, I understand. But like the, the most amazing part of what Jesus then prays for us, and I want to take note of his words because I feel like they may be different. Like the giant faith step that we make together may be different than we expect if we want to see God like really move, like the Holy Spirit really come in power, I think sometimes we have a, a, an idea of what it would take for that to happen. But I think Jesus lays it out for us. And I think what he prayed for us is so important. And I think it can inform us as we walk together and take steps of faith. So I want to read out of John 17. And it's just a, a chapter later. 
And I skipped some context and all that, but Jesus finally gets to this place where he starts praying for people. And he prays, starting in verse 18, as you sent me, and he's talking to God the Father, as you sent me into this world, so I have sent them into the world. As you've sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. Do you hear it? As you've sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. Do you say yes to that? Some of us have pressure. We feel a deep pressure of saying yes to going with him and doing the things Jesus did. But he said the giant truth to you, but the Holy Spirit extends the hand and says, I'm ready to go with you. Would you say yes to him? If you say yes to him, you will experience the life of Jesus. He didn't say the truth without a hand. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. Do you realize you've been sent into the world? If you follow Jesus, you've been sent. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself. It means I set myself apart. That they also may be sanctified in the truth. I did all that I did so that they could be sanctified and they could be set apart. Like I accomplished being set apart. My sacrifice is enough to make them set apart. That's our faith. I do not ask for these only, like right in front of me he prays, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. Did you know Jesus prayed for you? This is his prayer for you. Would you receive this today? I don't ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them that they may be one even as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you loved me. Verse 21, and this is what Hugh sent me as I'm reading this passage. I Listen to Francis talk about this passage. And Francis highlighted just as that they may all be one just as that they may all be one just as you think about just as you father are in me and I in you that they would be one just like the relationship that I have with you, Father. We're so connected in just the same way. Lord, I pray that they would be so connected. How powerful is that thought? And I think a lot of, lot of my life in church world, I've never thought that I am meant to have a relationship with you that really matters that much. To be honest with you, I'm here for you when you need it. I'll say hi. I'm going to go to church with you. I'm going to go out to eat with you and like see you next Sunday. You know what I mean? But to have a life that matters so deeply 
that there was no differentiation between the life of the father and the life of the son. It was so connected. They were intertwined. They both mattered to each other. To say that his prayer is just as you, Father, are in me and I'm in you, that they would be like connected like that. It's challenging, right? Do you want to say yes to that life? I'm challenged by it. But it says, just as, so that. What happens when just as this happens, so that, here's what's about to happen, verse 21. So that the world may believe that you have sent me. Does anybody have like an idea of what it would look like for the world to like go, that's something legit, anybody? Jesus said it was gonna be like how we're like this together. The love that we share together that is so out of this world that gets poured into our life through the power of his Holy Spirit. Because guys, like we can't like conjure that up. We can't like force feed it to each other. We can't, we don't have the ability to produce it honestly. Like we got to receive it. I can't even do love unless he gives me love. I don't have it. But if he gives it, which here's what I see. When the Holy Spirit actually shows up, that's when the disciples actually move in boldness. That's when they actually move in faith. Until the Holy Spirit comes upon them, you see them follow Jesus, but you really don't see them operate in it. You don't see them operate in any kind of consistency at all. But the Holy Spirit is sent, and then they have this radical different thing that happens in their life. And they live in a totally different way. I can't say I understand it all, to be honest with you. But I do know that this passage challenges me. Does it challenge you today? Just as the Father and Jesus are one, that they would be one. I want that so that the world would know that you have sent me. Do you want to create a wave in the world? Like, do you want to be a part of like the Jesus wave? Then the love that we share one for another is the doorway for the revealing to the world that there's something different. Sit. But we'll never do that unless you lose your ego because if you're scared of being seen, you'll never get known by anybody else, right? I got too much to hide, to be honest with you. Some of us in the room, that's probably, that's probably, the, light. That's probably the case. You might have gone to church for a long time, but if I get close enough to your life, I'm going to see who you really are, and you're going to be really disappointed. You're going to be really ashamed. And I just want to tell you, like, you don't got to be ashamed. There's another better way, and I've got my hand outstretched to you, and I say, you could walk with me. I'm, I'm willing to get in the junk, and I promise you I've been there once upon a time too. I'm not afraid of your mud between your toes. I'm not. 
When you experience the love of God and you see yourself for who you really are, and some of us in the room today, man, we see ourselves very clear. We feel like we're the only broken one in the room. And here's what you do. If you see the mess between your toes and you bring your feet to Jesus, you say, wash my feet because I see all my trash. Wash me up because I want you to clean me up. If you say yes to that, he will meet you right where you are. You got nothing to hide if you realize you've been cleaned up by Jesus. And guess what? You can join all the other people who've been cleaned up by Jesus who go into worlds where nobody's cleaned up and we're not afraid of the dirt. And if you're afraid of the dirt, you probably haven't been cleaned up by Jesus, to be honest with you. Come to Jesus with your dirt, and he'll clean up every aspect of your life. And then he'll stretch his hand out and say, as I've done to you, would you go do to others? You don't count equality with God, something to be grasped, but you humble yourself, taking the form of a servant, and you wash feet like I've washed yours. Your king has come. Follow me. Would you follow Jesus today? I'm going to ask the band to come, and I want to sing a song together. But I changed the words of the song. I want to I sing this song as a prayer together. <laughs> How's your neck, man? You good? Okay, okay. I want to sing a song together. And I want to do something really strange. Because together... I think God really wants to move, um, especially at, at the end of our 21 days together. But for some of us, we have pressure that we got to take giant steps. When in reality, would you say yes to Jesus and just offer yourself to him that you would, would you be joined with the body of Christ? You don't have to be the full fruition of the body of Christ. You, you're part of it. Is that relieving Anybody, any performers in the room? Like, if you love Enneagram 3s, come on now. I hate the Enneagram, by the way. I'm sorry to offend all of you guys. I just hate it. Don't make me a number. I think that's what makes me a 3, you know. <laughs> Whatever. But for, for a performer, like, for somebody who cares about the performance, like, I've got to achieve. It's so relieving to understand that, listen, like, your life with Jesus is just as important to my life with Jesus. Sometimes my giant faith step is to wash your feet and to sit with you in your life. To care for you the way that Jesus has cared for me. But for some of us who struggle to never want to be out front, sometimes your care for me looks a little different than stepping out front. We need you. I need you in my life. And when all those pieces come together and they form one, then the perfect love of Jesus all of a sudden begins to do something we never expected. And Holy Spirit power begins to be revealed. And only he gets really credit. Would you, would you say yes to him in that way? Like we, not, not me, just like a we. Would you see the reality of what Jesus said and reality of what the scripture said that we as the body of Christ, that you're a part of it, you're not the fruition of it. You're a part of it. 
But like together as like this thing that's called Midtown is like actually connected with other kingdom movements that are also the body, which is so weird, but like everybody meeting all over the city, we're connected under like one faith and one baptism and one Lord, like Jesus is our King. That was drastic. Now I can't see anyone's face. <laughs> Doom. I want to, I really love the song Oceans. It's like one of my favorite, like I've had like really personal times of just like rededication and commitment. It's been like really cool. But like, as we close out our 21 days, I wanted to do something as a church. And I just want to say yes to Jesus' words today. Like, I just want to say yes to him. Because frankly, like what Jesus said, it doesn't make sense in my mind. But I want to be transformed. I want a transformed mind. I want the mind of Christ. Filled with the heart of love. And I want to move by faith in what he said, not what I think. And I want to invite us as a church into it. And people ask me as we start the year, hey, Jay, where's, where's Midtown headed? I think some of us, the body, God's going to send us to the desert like Philip and we're going to meet the Ethiopian eunuch. <laughs> you know what I mean? For you Bible scholars, like you can check that out in the book of Acts or those of you who are kind of new to the Bible, go look in the book of Acts in the Bible. You can find that story. But I think some of us will find ourselves in front of street corners telling people because we said yes to Jesus and we're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit and he sent us to street corners. I don't know. But some of us might be sent to Zacchaeus in a tree we're just gonna say yes to who's right in front of us. I, I'm pumped about that. I'm really excited to go to work with you, Peyton, and go talk to the eddies of the world. You know what I mean? See what he has for us, man. And then he's gonna build a building that's alive. It's not bricks at that point. It's living stones, you know what I mean? Come on. That's what I want to see. I want to see God just blow the roof off. But how he blows the roof off is those of us, when we move in love together, that's what Jesus said would like reshape the world. And the world would be like, that's, that's weird. It's crazy. But I think we got to throw off a lot of context about what we've even heard before, believed before, would you receive Jesus' words? Would you say yes to Jesus? I don't wanna say any, yes to anything else other than what Jesus said. And I want the world to know my King because my King has transformed my life. Ooh, so awesome. If He's transformed yours, would you go with us? Would you say yes to Him together? And if you would say yes, if you're like, I'm in for whatever he has for the us. Spirit, lead us. I don't got what it takes, but I know you do. If you would say that, would you grab the hand of somebody next to you? Just would you hold their hand? Hold your hand. If you're sitting by yourself, you got to move. Come on, Shane. Come here. You hold my hand. Come on, baby. I'd love to hold your hand. Shoot. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. We'll hold hands together. Come on. This is my lovely wife. She's amazing. And I, I just want to sing this together as a, as a prayer. And um, as we close out our 21 days, 
My prayer for our church is that we literally throw out every idea of men and receive the words that the spirit of the living God has come to convict and to share with us. Something that no man could produce so that when the world comes asking what happened, we just said, we say yes to the spirit and the king is already at work. Together, guys, Midtown Church, we just wanna say yes together. And Father, we come to you saying, saying yes. And if, if you don't know like about saying yes, it's so weird. Like if you're new to Jesus, like, man, don't worry about it. Like, I'm glad you're here. I just wanna stop and pause there for a second. The Lord knows he can take a pause in my prayers. He's used to it, you know? But if you're here and you're like, I have no idea about this going stuff. I don't wanna hold nobody's hand, don't. Welcome, come back next week and we wanna keep talking about this. And if you got questions, I wanna talk to you after the service. But if you know Jesus and you've said yes to him, I wanna grow together by taking a step of faith together of saying, Lord, send us, not with our own ideals or mindset about what that even looks like, send us now, send us tomorrow. And we wanna say yes to you, that you would lead us together, that the us would be just as important as the me because you said it was. By faith, I say I receive that, Lord. Bring uh, clarity to what that even means in our lives. And Lord, I pray against the spirit of fear in this room, fear of those who are afraid that they're gonna get seen because the way you made them with the gifts you gave them, Lord, they are beautiful in your sight and you have made all things right in them as they've come to you and received your set apartness. You have set them apart. And so whatever somebody spoke over your life that you weren't enough, I wanna tell you what Jesus says is that he sanctified you by the truth. He has set you free and he has designed you with a very specific purpose in mind. You don't have to try to be somebody else or what you've seen before. He's creating a brand new creation through his son in your life. Holy Spirit, I just pray you make that real to us, that you bring comfort in our hearts and our minds. And Father, I pray against any word that was spoken over our life or our minds that was not from you. I pray that that would be brought into light right now, that that thought would come into mind right now, Lord. And Lord, that you would bring freedom and healing in our minds as you have called us forward to be so connected the way that you and the Father and the Holy Spirit had connection. Lord, I pray that you would even help that to be real. Lord, I ask that you would send us and take us wherever you want us to go, where there is no borders, <laughs> as we walk upon water, in ways we never expected. Pray that in Jesus' name, amen.